0: Well, howdy folks. Welcome back to In Retrospect. This is episode 16, A Cup Half Full, an interview with Kim Sheriff. Kim and I worked together in the emergency department. She was an intensive care unit nurse for many years, and despite having seen a lot of suffering and having stared death in the face many times, she has a contagious optimism. How does she do this? Well, let's find out as we look at her life and her experiences as a mother, as an emergency room nurse and a 1980s girl, in retrospect.
1: I like sick people. I mean, it sounds really, like, wrong, but I like the sicker the better. I don't know, I'm just optimistic by nature. Big hair, I had really big hair. That's probably one of my most embarrassing moments. <laughs> I don't really like drama. I like I mean, some it finds me <laughs> so excited. Yay!
0: Welcome back to In Retrospect. Here today we have the wonderful Kim Sheriff. Kim, welcome. Hi. You've been so excited to be on this.
1: <laughs> so excited.
0: I haven't had to persuade you at all.
1: No, not at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um, let me give a little background about our guest today. Our meaning, my guest, um, Kim was born in Provo, Utah, to Kent and Jolene, and grew up in Sandy, Utah. She uh, has seven immediate um, siblings. Um, she went to. She graduated high school in nineteen ninety.
1: Two.
0: Two. Mm -hmm. Uh, Went to Salt Lake Community College, University of Utah, and has worked as a nurse her entire career. She and her husband have been married for 24 years, and they have one daughter. Correct. And so that is a brief background on your life. All right. So what I thought would be interesting, because not everyone who listens is a nurse or in the medical field. So you had kind of a scary or interesting story about this patient that you kept alive all night that was bleeding out. Yeah. Um, so I should say that, um, Kim is a nurse in the emergency department. I don't know what other departments you've worked in.
1: Intensive care. And it was an intensive care that I had a scary night.
0: Do you want to talk about that?
1: Sure. Yeah, (laughs) sure. Tell the story. It was like a guy that got jumped in the Kohl's department store in the bathroom and he got stabbed. Um, I worked at a hospital that's in West Valley and it was close uh-huh. to the Coles And so they ended up bringing him into our ER just to stabilize him. So, um, turns out he wasn't stable enough to be flown to another hospital. Uh, a tra- trauma hospitals, uh-huh. usually where they go. And yeah. so I ended up taking care of him all night. So, oh, but he had three different stab wounds and, um, all night long, I mean, Regardless of everything we were doing, we were just trying, chasing the blood and pressures. And we probably put, I don't know, many, many, many units of blood into his body, including.
0: He didn't have to go to surgery or he could. They tried surgery, yeah.
1: but he was so unstable, he ended yeah. up like coating on the table. And so they had to bring him back up just to stabilize him so that they could. Huh. Yeah, it was, it was bad. So.
0: Is this one of the stories where you like, he walked out a week later or oh, something? Oh, no, he died. Oh,
1: but he, yeah, he lived through my shift. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, de- but he died. Yeah. yeah.
0: How do you deal with that? You worked at, how long in the, with the ICU?
1: I did twelve years of intensive. That's a care. long
0: time. Uh-huh. Yeah. No wonder you're so smart. You're so like <laughs> cool. Goal. You're Whatever. so cool and calm under pressure. No wonder you have dealt true. with the sickest of the sick.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did have a lot of sick patients. Yeah, we've had a lot of situations. What? Like that.
0: What? It's like what made you want to go to ICU? Like after you were done with nursing school. Like, why'd you choose that?
1: I like sick people. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, it sounds really, like, wrong, but I like the sicker the better. Uh Uh-huh. I like people who legitimately need your help to live, and so...
0: You don't want your patients to be really sick, but if they... but. If you're going to care for people, yes. That's who you want to care for.
1: Yeah, I like I like sick people. I I what hate that like they're there. That?
0: So what do you like about that? <laughs> I know I can guess why, <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. other people might not. They um, might think like, "What? What would you like about that?"
1: I just like that they're I just like that you use every part of your brain to try and keep them alive. You're you're tre- you're looking at their kidneys and their lungs and all their organs and making sure blood pressure is okay and you're hmm. starting medications and you know, I just not just, it's
0: not just an ankle sprain where right. you're kind of on autopilot yeah. M- mentally.
1: Yeah, you have to think about it. And you have to think about it all night long just to try and stay on top of things so you stay ahead of like them getting into some real danger. So,
0: Did you always work nights uh, in the ICU? I did, oh, yeah.
1: Man. Yeah, I started out at Cottonwood Hospital back uh-huh. in the day in their intensive care unit. And I did half days, half nights. 50-50 is what we had to start out doing. And okay. so probably about three years into that job, I ended up switching to straight nights. Did okay. 17 years of straight nights.
0: Holy moly. Yeah. What, yeah. Was, the, what was the shift to ER all about?
1: Um, Well, I, I had a coworker that worked with me at the time that pretty much talked me into it. And at the time uh-huh. in the unit I was at, I was pretty unhappy. It was just going downhill and staff was leaving and uh-huh. we didn't have a good a lot of support and so it was a good opportunity to kind of jump and, and I thought emergency was a good, you know, good yeah way to see critical care, but something different, try uh-huh. something different. So,
0: yeah. What do you think now after having done it?
1: I really like it.
0: For how long? Yeah.
1: Just a little, about five and a half years and I like it. Yeah. It's actually been a good thing. Yeah.
0: What do you like about the ER compared to the ICU?
1: Uh, They get to go home. Like, uh, uh-huh. you know, you take care of them, you treat them, and then they end up getting to go home. Yeah. Like, that's a good thing, because in ICU, you never you never see the other side of things. You always transfer them to a floor, and so you never really get to see their outcomes, ultimately.
0: Right. Or it's more difficult, too, unless yeah. they come back to the ICU right. and say, thank you so much, right. and bring you some flowers. or Exactly. Well, you can't bring yeah. flowers in there, but candy or something. Right. So, um If I was to characterize you, just the little that I know you, you're very um, cheerful, is the word? Optimistic? Upbeat? So how do you maintain that after working in the ICU for 17 years? Because you're seeing a lot of people die. Mm -hmm. A lot of people die. A lot of people suffering. Mm -hmm. um, And with prolonged death. Mm-hmm. quite a while. I mean, not just, you know, falling asleep and not waking up. How do you remain to what beat or like what?
1: I think, I'm, I'm, I'm I I sub- think how you, you just end up, I don't know. I mean, Did you as, just
0: come like that? that we as person? staff
1: just kind of build up walls that where, you know, you, you have empathy for your patients and compassion for your patients, but you don't let it, I don't know. I mean, it still affects you. It definitely still affects sure. you, but I don't know. I'm just optimistic by nature. That's probably a good way of
0: born like that. Yeah,
1: I, yeah. I'm always a cup half full. So, uh
0: huh. Do you have any memorable patients that um, you just like took a part of your heart? Like over the years in oh, the I- ICU. I mean, so probably too many. many to count. Yeah, we've any, had a lot. Any particular that come come to mind um, that were like
1: probably? No, I mean. I I don't really, I mean, I remember a lot of the cute ones and, but Uh the one, the most profound moments I've ever had are usually the ones where they have no family and we withdrew care and you sit with them just holding their hand, letting them pass on their, you know, Uh and just sitting with them. So I had a a couple of like elderly patients that, you know, kind of got me because nobody came to sit with them and, Uh you know, and they were dying and, I I ended up sitting with them so that they had somebody when they died. So yeah, yeah, those are the ones that kind of get me.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Or you know when somebody ends up you know dying or we call it coding and mm-hmm. you work really hard to save them and you know and they end up passing. Those ones I really struggle with. I mm-hmm. had a I had a gal at Cottonwood Hospital back in the day where she came in just for a routine surgery, um, ended up getting a blood clot in her lungs, and then she ended up coating and dying that night um and those are hard those are ones are hard ones that kind of stick with you and...
0: yeah well yeah i feel like there's a um <clears throat> when i've seen people die in the er been with them when they've died um when it's a um not just a sudden thing, you know, when it's kind of expected that they were close to death. Mm-hmm. I found find that to be a very peaceful yeah. time. Yeah. What was it like for you? Not yeah, ever, definitely. Yeah.
1: I f- very much, I'm very much like, this is the life cycle and mm. it's part of life and... I mean, obviously, you know, accidents come up and bad things happen and you don't ever expect that stuff. But yeah, those are harder. Those are harder. Uh-huh. But, you know, especially, you know, our elderly population, you know, I mean, it's, it's, they've lived a good life and, uh-huh. you know, it's part of life and it is, it can be very peaceful.
0: It's as much, yeah, it's as much a part of life as birth, but um, it comes differently.
1: Yeah.
0: Each person. Oh. Looks like we need to break for a moment. (laughs) Key fob. The word of the day is key fob. (laughs) I'm recording right now. (laughs) So where were we? We were talking about ICU.
1: Just patients. Yeah. Patient experiences. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you, when you are, would you say you're a girl of the 80s? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 1980 rolled around and you're like eight years old or so, somewhere Mm -hmm. around there. Or so, yeah. Not to give your exact (laughs) birth year. (laughs) So what were the things you loved the most about the eighties that like you would love to Um, hold on to, whether it's music or movie or dress, the way, you know, it's
1: actually kind of all of it. I, I mean, that's when MTV rolled out. uh And so that was a big thing. We finally got cable TV and MTV rolled out. And I remember the spaceman and introducing, you know at the opening of any time you watched MTV. Uh-huh. So anyways, um and then clothes, you know. <laughs> clothes. I would never want to bring them back, but you know, the acid wash denim and big hair. I had really big hair. You had like um,
0: you had it, it poofed up and oh, everything. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure.
1: Yeah. And then music. Music is probably the thing that I you know, I like the most from the 80s. Like
0: so. like which
1: um, you know, when I was back then, I listened to what my siblings listened to and it was rock. It was mostly rock, like Van Halen and
0: uh-huh.
1: Uh, uh-huh. stuff like that. So, but then mm-hmm. as I got a little bit older, 80s, it was more like alternative, Depeche Mode and uh-huh. um, Yaz and, you know, bands like that. So.
0: Yeah. What's the name of that other band? Erasure. Erasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I still love listening Duran to
1: it. Duran Duran and all those bands. So. Yeah,
0: that's fun. You put on yeah. here your first cassette you ever owned was <laughs> Sheena Easton.
1: That is true.
0: <laughs> or your eyes only. I'm not going to sing that. Oh, I listened to it to prep. <laughs> not my favorite.
1: It it was back in the day. It was my, a big song. It was a
0: really big song. My first cassette was Wham.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: And then I had a phil collins cassette that i loved oh yeah it was a i think it was a miami vice um you know like soundtrack cassette
1: yeah that was a good one did you
0: used to watch that miami vice
1: um i yeah i watched it here and there but not regularly yeah Yeah.
0: every friday night yeah start
1: remington still is what i used to watch on i I don't know if it was friday night or oh it was it was kind of like a partner. You know, a detective kind partner of partner crime
0: was that a husband and wife thing? I
1: think so. Yeah, yeah if I remember correctly, Fantasy Island was another one.
0: The blame wait for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep,
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, so, yeah,
0: and the Love Boat. Uh, you go yep, on and love on. Love Boat
1: was another regular thing I watched. Yep,
0: Magnum PI. Yep. Um, so, why did you go into nursing? Or you said you wanted to be a doctor when you were younger?
1: Yeah. I mean, nursing was a little bit more accidental. I, uh-huh. I actually did all of my courses up to almost taking my MCAT. I was, um, I just had to take my physics series and then uh-huh. I would have done my MCAT. And I don't know. I had a conversation with a TA in my one, of, I think it was my organic chemistry class uh-huh. TA and we started talking about, you know, medical and the sacrifice it takes to be a doctor, uh-huh. all the school and <clears throat> you know, the call and if you really have a life after that. And at that time I had been married. So, you know, Uh and I was trying, I wanted kids. And so I kind of changed my mind. My sister was going into nursing. I thought, oh, that's probably a good next best. Yeah. But I, but I kind of, I don't know. I was clueless for a little bit there. I kind of wanted to do exercise and sports science. And, you know, I kind of went back and forth on things. This but, was at
0: at Salt Lake. This was Community at the University College? of Utah. Oh yeah. when you were there. I did okay.
1: far too many undergrad credits than I needed, so
0: Did you like organic chemistry?
1: I actually did. Yeah. I, th- I feel like
0: yeah. I feel like more girls liked organic chemistry yeah. the more that I, when I talked to people. Yeah. Oh, I hated that.
1: General chemistry was probably preferable, but uh-huh. organic chemistry I liked. It was mm. interesting. Biochem actually even better.
0: So Yeah. And what do you think now, looking back over how many you know many years of nursing? Are you glad oh, you did I still,
1: it? I still like it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Why do you still? How do you? What do you still like about it?
1: Um, what I like about it is really All the right. conversations and the people you meet. I mean, you come into contact with a lot of really cool people, mm-hmm. um, a really, really fun coworkers. You know, it's a fun work environment, uh-huh. and I actually like the challenge of nursing, especially if they're sick and critical, and you have to kind of think about things and.
0: Yeah. In yeah. the ER, it could be anything.
1: Yeah. Anything, which could, is even better. Could be, so.
0: yeah, anything under the sun, really. Right, Walking right. in the doors.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I like it. I just, I just like people, so.
0: And you recently switched from doing nights to days. Correct. Recently, I don't know, a few months ago, a month yeah. or so ago. And uh, you did that because you wanted to, obviously. How's that been?
1: It's been good. Yeah. I hate mornings. I'm not a morning person. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm kind of grumpy in the morning, actually. Quiet. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it's been good. It's been really good to have a regular schedule. My body appreciates it. Uh-huh. So. Yep. But the night shift is nice. I mean, I like the crew on night shift. It's it's just a little more relaxed and It's a whole other
0: world, uh-huh. you know, the yeah. night the night
1: yeah it attracts a certain kind of personality and
0: yes start thinking of some stories of night shift stories oh yeah there are you know there are so (laughs) many
1: we play pranks because you know administration's not around there's just fun stuff you can do that you don't have to worry about like being watched or getting in trouble so when you have no patience of course correct yeah you're not doing (laughs) anything unethical right 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 just fun pranks and yeah joking and (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> so okay so how do you um sometimes mean people come in the er you said what do you hate about your job mean people and then you talked about you know you don't want to do anything that you'll regret later oh yeah so how do you deal with mean people in the er um because
1: that's a really good question because they're hard every time they come in i always find it a challenge and um really it's Really, really, I think it's a lot about just making sure you set the boundaries, you know, and what they can say or not say. But really, it's just trying to get at the reason why they're so angry.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. So
1: a lot of times I'll try and figure out why they're reacting the way they're reacting. And if there's something that we can do to help it, then sometimes that kind of softens things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if we can approach things differently or maybe they're just having a really bad day before they even got to us. And, you know, that's why they're, they're reacting vented. the way it's. Yeah. So you let them vent a little bit and, and a lot of within times they'll re- come around within, within reason. reason. Yeah, sure. Because we have some that are just mean to be mean.
0: Right. And those
1: ones, you, you just have to be really, you just have to be really direct with them and, and right. set clear boundaries. And
0: mm-hmm. what so, will and won't be tolerated. Exactly. Exactly. So has becoming a like becoming a mom, being a mom, has that affected your nursing,
1: sure, or, or vice versa? Yeah, yeah. I has think motherhood. I think motherhood's huge, especially now that I am in the ER and dealing with pediatric population. You know, I did adult intensive care for a long time, and uh-huh. but I think it gives you, I, I don't know, I just you always feel for those moms with kids that have sick kids, and
0: uh-huh. yeah, can, I don't know, you can empathize, with yeah, them. definitely. So you have one daughter. Yes. How old is she?
1: She's 14.
0: Okay. And how did you and your husband meet?
1: Um, through, m- my sister was dating his friend. Okay. Yeah. But he's four years older than me. And uh-huh. and that was back in, I don't know, maybe they still do it, where they bring their friends around when they're going to see a girl. And, and he came with my sister's boyfriend, and that's how we met.
0: Okay. 24 years later. Yeah. <laughs> so what's been y'all's y'all's secret in your looking in retrospect that's the whole point of kind of i guess the podcast is we're talking about nursing we're talking about marriage parenting or whatever so i guess you can be thinking about what are what has worked for your marriage or what's what's helped you what have you learned as a mother um what have you learned as a nurse so maybe start with like marriage like what is what has what has worked for you guys and well 24 years that's that's a big, that's a, yeah, big a big deal. That's cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah we, we, and we still like each other. So that's, that's always a good yeah. thing. <laughs> I think mutual respect is a big one. You know, making sure that, you know, we, if we have disagreements or arguments, we fight fairly, you know, we try not to yell at each other and kind of just cool off instead. But uh-huh. um, yeah, just, I think. Making sure you have the same common interests and taking time for each other, just the two of you, you know, because that's uh-huh. kind of what started it all. Right. And so we we try to do that frequently, you know. And mm-hmm. it doesn't it does it's not bad. That my husband's he's pretty awesome. So <laughs> he's a good guy. Nice. Always helps. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs>
0: nice.
1: And then I don't know with motherhood, what have I learned? Pat- it's a, it's patience. A big topic. Yeah, yeah. You know that's probably a big one. Patience, especially when they were little and
0: mm-hmm. and
1: active and. Um, and now that she's 14, it's more like, um, talking, just really talking to them and,
0: and listening and
1: listening for sure. Yeah. Listening is a big one. Yeah.
0: Um, did you just keep working full time while you were, you know? Oh, so yeah. here, here, so here's a question. Cause a lot of ER nurses that I've known, they work up until like the night they give birth and <laughs> they're like <laughs> working a night shift or whatever. Yeah. Is that what you were doing? Or? Yeah.
1: I pretty much worked till I delivered. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Um. I mean, I think, I mean, you get to a certain point where you, you say, okay, I need to, my due date's this. I got to, I got to stop here. Uh-huh. But it was up until, yeah, I worked up until.
0: You just did it. You just yeah. knuckled down. and.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just do it. Y'all are amazing. <laughs> but I came back part time. I actually didn't go full time again until she was probably two.
0: Do you still play the piano?
1: <laughs> <laughs> not for anybody but i play it for my family yeah my piano. daughter plays so i play
0: how far did you go with that
1: um i did probably seven years maybe eight years until my mom really couldn't afford to pay for lessons anymore uh-huh. and so i stopped but you know what I do you play remember. now like
0: do you, do you, do you um b- i play more music, like or? yeah
1: i buy she yeah more popular kind of music uh-huh so we just bought Imagine Dragons for my daughter. Yeah. And so we'll play that.
0: That's cool. <laughs> so you can just sight read now.
1: Yeah, uh yeah, yeah. I still remember it from yeah. back when I learned it. Yeah.
0: Did you um I ordered the, the greatest showman for my son? Oh yeah. And so they've been
1: That's a good sound kind of trying
0: to figure that out. Yeah. Did you like that movie?
1: Yeah. It was it was it was a feel good <clears throat> kind of movie. Yeah, it was good.
0: Yeah. So that's a fun sheet music. We'll buy like or like the the Les Mis, or yeah. um, Pride and Prejudice, stuff yeah. like that. I like getting the sheet music and hearing. Our oldest daughter plays um, extremely well. Mm. And then our senior started playing like a year and a half ago. Mm. And she's progressed incredibly, just like a year and a half she played the violin before that. And then our um, <clears throat> 13-year-old plays very well, a Boy.
1: Oh, wow, that's great.
0: And now our... 11-year-old is just starting to take some lessons, so. Oh, yeah. I love hearing that music going. Your daughter plays, you said? Yeah,
1: she plays too. Yeah.
0: Cool. It's fun. Tell me about this um, watering of a plant.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't think of any embarrassing moments that came off to the top of my head, but my husband would probably say that's my biggest blonde moment. (laughs) So... Um, I had a stepsister that passed away um, back before I was was just tiny. And anyways, they they gave my dad a plant from that funeral. And he gave that plant to me. Well, it had a plant around it, but it also had a fake part in it. Well, the plant around it ended up dying, but I thought it was still real and watered the fake part for many, many years (laughs) until my brother-in-law pulled it out and said oh my gosh why are you watering this this is fake and I didn't even believe him before he pulled it out and said see it's not real so that's probably one of my most embarrassing moments
0: <laughs> I thought you're gonna say you watered it for a few days
1: no years it's it's really embarrassing my family still loves to give me a hard time about that one <laughs>
0: So you're you. When I asked you, what does a successful life look like? You said contentment, no drama, happy, fulfilling relationships. So, no drama. Tell me about that. Like, what do you mean?
1: Yeah, you know, I just I just feel like life is too short, and it's better to not have you know things left unsaid or dramatic events you know happening and
0: stuff's gonna come up.
1: It's gonna come up, but I'm the kind of person that like to I just like to deal with it in the moment, and then. Uh move past it and then I let it go. So, uh-huh. but yeah, no, I, I, I don't really like drama. like, I mean, some, it finds me. <laughs> sometimes I have a hard time not speaking up, but, but I really do like just things to be nice and happy and content and relaxed. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And I find that sometimes it takes me a while to figure out, I might, cause I'm I tend to look on the bright side, be optimistic. I feel like it takes me a while sometimes to realize how much something is bugging me. Yeah. And then I realize, oh, maybe I'm not okay with it. Yeah. So I need to, I don't react right away Mm -hmm. because I'm like what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I try to keep the peace. Yeah. I like to be, there's been a lot of drama in Mm -hmm. our um, families, you know, breaking up of the home and stuff growing up. Yeah. Yeah. So I find that it's, and like, you know, for one thing recently, it wasn't, it's, it's been years and I finally realized something, you know, needed to change mm-hmm. with a relationship with my family. Yeah. <clears throat> with, uh, with my dad actually. And so, yeah, sometimes it takes a while to kind of realize, oh wait, it's healthier for me to confront this th- and I don't know. Anyway.
1: Definitely. I agree.
0: Okay. So we are, cause you're a 1980s girl. Uh, we're gonna have a game show now great and um let's have the intro (laughs) it's time for two minutes of glory the game where our guests answer questions from the subjects they love best Okay, so your game show today is, since I tailor-make these, yours is on 1980s, like, things. Okay. Either pop culture, politics, whatever. I'm nervous. Events of the 1980s. (laughs) Okay. Now, you know what's at stake, because you know the in retrospect mug. Yes. This in retrospect mug. um, If you get 10 correct in two minutes, you win this mug.
1: Oh, I hate pressure.
0: (laughs) you excited? You ready? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. So are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. I think I'm ready. This is going to be fun. Just think of what you're going to do with that mug. Ten right in two minutes. <laughs> and your time starts. Uh, sorry. I got to be able to see this better. <laughs> okay. Your time starts now. He served as 40th president of the United States from 81 to 89. Ronald Reagan. Correct. Uh, the film uh, is this film is about a young man who receives this, receives a strange creature from uh, called a mo- mogwai mogwai as a pet uh, that which spawns into other creatures. Gremlins. Gremlins. Correct. This is a 14 minute horror music video in which the singer first becomes a werewolf, then a zombie, and his fellow corpses chase his terrified girlfriend.
1: Oh. It's the Rocky Mountain Horror Picture Show. No, no, no
0: it's, uh, by, it's by Michael Jackson, a song. Oh, Thriller. Correct. Actor in the 1980s television series The A Team, and as a boxer, Clubber Lane in Rocky Mr. III. Mr. T. Correct. Um, David Hasselhoff has uh, was had a high tech car. You can cut me off if you know that. Oh, that, Knight Rider. Correct. This player on this video game, the player navigates through a maze containing various dots. Pac-Man. The, correct. The story of Elliot, a lonely boy who re- befriends an extraterrestrial. E.T. Correct. This sitcom stars uh, Christopher Hewitt as a posh butler who takes a job with an American family.
1: Ooh, I don't remember that one. Okay.
0: This is a line of soft sculpted dolls, one of the most popular toy fads in 1980s. Oh, one yeah. One of the longest-running doll franchises in the United States. Cabbage Patch. Correct. This 3D combination puzzle was covered with white, red, blue, orange, green, yellow stickers. 3D mm. combination puzzle. Oh, Rubik's Cube. Correct. This is a movie about a selfish young Wheeler dealer who discovers that his estranged father has died and bequeathed all his estate to his autistic brother, autistic savant brother. Yeah. Tom, Tom Cruise was in it.
1: Risky business?
0: No. Now We'll go on. <laughs> okay. Mount St. Helens erupted in which state?
1: Uh, Washington.
0: Correct. This American singer, songwriter, actress referred to as the Queen of Pop in the 1980s.
1: Whitney Houston?
0: No. A lot of risque songs.
1: Mm. Push
0: the boundaries on what was okay and not to do. Oh, Madonna. Correct. All right. That was your timer. Let's see what we got. You ready to find out what you got?
1: Oh, sure. Let's do it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight,
0: nine... 10-11.
1: Nice. You
0: won (laughs) the Two Minutes of Glory game show. Yay. You get this in retrospect mug, which I'm going to bring on your next shift.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: You're so excited. You guys should see her. She's crying right now. (laughs) She's so... So excited. Emotional. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, is there anything else that you want to... Say while well, you got the mic, as far as what you what you're learning or what you've learned in the ER, or
1: yeah, no, hmm. I, I mean, you know, I I like what I do. I like the people I work with, and emergency is actually a pretty cool place to work. So
0: okay, so I'm gonna focus on just three areas. What would you What would be your message be to mothers, Um, you know, young mothers, brand new mothers? You know, mm. what What would be something that you would like? Let me pass this jewel on to you, this little gem.
1: Um, I would <clears throat> say is just taking time to be with your children and playing with your children and still being a kid and having fun with them. So patient, still, listening. Yeah.
0: Okay. What would you pass on to a brand new nurse? Just graduated. And
1: Don't be afraid to ask questions.
0: Oh, that's a good one. That's Why do you say that? One.
1: Because I think sometimes people are afraid to ask and then that that's when errors are made. Um so it's mm-hmm. better to be, you know, safe and keep the patient safe and ask questions if you're not sure than to just go ahead and do it because you think you know. So
0: And is that just for brand new nurses? Yeah, I think or, that or actually is, that
1: is for all the time in yeah. all your daily practice, but especially brand new nurses because they're learning. So mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I just had a medical student just uh, today, who I asked them, y- you know what I'm talking about when I was referring to something, and they had the courage to say, "No, I don't." And, and I, that's great. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, it's refreshing. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, I guess what do you think people should know about the ER? Maybe they don't know or what would
1: um. Be- yeah, probably my biggest message there is, you know, people are seen in the order. Of acuity meaning the more sick patients get seen faster um, than ones that are not as sick um, that's probably a big thing and that we really do deal mostly with emergent med situations but you know that's probably the, I think the biggest misnomer is that you know people check in and they think they should be seen in the order of arrival and that's not it's always different. the case.
0: Yeah. yeah, Dot talked about that in her. Oh, yeah, yeah. In her podcast, yeah, that's right. She did. It's interesting that you did yeah. also. Yeah, it is because it's a foreign concept. Yeah, like Dot pointed out, how foreign of a concept that is. Yeah, you wait in line at the amusement park. People yeah. don't cut in line. Right. Yeah. You know, not like, oh, I want to ride this ride more, so I need to be in the front of the line. Yeah.
1: And you know, we understand that people's time are valuable, but you know, being in, you know, coming to an emergency room, it's a process. And, you know, they obviously sought us out for help. And so it's a process and it does take time. So Mm
0: -hmm. yeah. Um well I appreciate you taking the time. Um you didn't really volunteer for this. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like you, you're you upbeat, you're positive, and not that you have to always be positive and always upbeat. I mean, everyone has bad days, yeah. bad moments. <laughs> Do you?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, all the time, yeah. I mean, yeah. People, people, <laughs>
0: people are like, oh, you're always so positive to me, and I'm like, yeah, and you're you not are. with me all the time.
1: Yeah, it's true. That's exactly what it comes you down to. You don't see
0: me in my bad but moments. But you are
1: always positive.
0: <laughs> yeah, I try to be, yeah, but yeah. hopefully... I don't know, maybe the idea is that something you said or I said or something can help someone, just give them an extra boost in life.
1: Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Okay.
0: That was an interview with Kim Sheriff. Thanks a lot, Kim, for letting me persuade you to be on the show. And I'd like to take a minute to thank everyone who helped us celebrate our 1,000th listen. And I did a video contest with a mug giveaway. I posted it on Instagram and Facebook. And our winner was Jennifer Renscher. The contest involved a blindfolded screwdriver throw against some cardboard, so maybe you want to check that out. I also want to thank Tyson, my little buddy, on our last podcast episode. Say hi, Tyson. Hi. So he's here with me to finish out this episode. Anything you want to say, Tyson?
1: Yes, so today I'm feeling like I just... Play cars and with my family and play cars with my dad and mom and not my mom. Just my dad by himself.
0: Yes, thank you, Tyson. I can't wait to play cars with you and I'm done with this. We're going to go down and play Lightning McQueen and have some races, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks everyone for joining us. If this podcast did anything positive for you, please share it. And, uh, you know, you can find us on facebook or instagram in retrospect podcast or on our blog in retrospect until next time this is kendall thurman may light and peace ever grow in your life may your socks be dry and unholy and may all your cinnamon rolls be slightly overdone take care